You are listening to the Blanche J Radio Network. Paragon 7 Studios. Sports is so much like like real life. I think that's why we gravitate towards sports. It's kind of a microcosm. It's not just about talent. It's not just about potential. It's not just about who's the tallest, who's the biggest, who's the fastest, who's the strongest. But it's about character and about teamwork, about heart, about effort, about chemistry. And in our own personal lives, we don't always value character and chemistry. We go for those that, that put up the stats, that get buckets, that score touchdowns. But you can have people that are, that are absolutely radioactive in your camp. And they're good looking. They're successful. They drive nice cars. They went to great schools. They look great on paper. But just like in the NBA, the NFL, if you're a general manager, you, you are all the general manager of your own team. You've got to build that team out with depth, with heart, and people who you want to be in your foxholes in a longitudinal fashion. And, and when I saw Kyrie Irving get traded from, I still call them the New Jersey Nets, but from the Brooklyn Nets, to the Dallas Mavericks. I, I first said, I was like, I don't I don't know how there are going to be enough balls to share between him and Luka. And I'm not going to rip Kyrie Irving like I usually do. I've made fun of him for, for thinking that the world is flat and for his general aloofness and arrogance. I didn't like the way the Nets allowed that situation to play out with him and what he posted on his wall. I, I didn't think that it was appropriate for him to do that. I get that the Nets can say, we're not going to allow you to support anything that can be deemed offensive to other cultures. Because you're a brand ambassador for us. We're paying you a lot of money. But I think that the the Nets, they didn't step in at all. They allowed Kyrie Irving to be treated as if he's a card-carrying racist that, that absolutely hates and despises other cultures. And there's just nothing in his personal history to verify that those are his beliefs that he's a man of hate, that he's consumed with hatred. There are a lot of people that believe that African-Americans are descended from Hebrews. I'm not going to get into that on this show today or ever. But there's information out there. You can research it for yourself if you're really interested in getting into that topic. And so that relationship is soured. Kyrie Irving is frequently trying to, to miss games and wants to get paid to not play basketball. He's been a headache. I personally think that he's a toolbox. I wouldn't want him on my team. I wouldn't want to go out with him and have a beer. I wouldn't want to sit next to him on, on a flight in first class. I don't really like Kyrie Irving. But it's funny when that team was constructed with Kyrie and then you added Katie and Harden, the media thought that that was going to be a super team. Kyrie gets buckets. KD is one of the, the best at getting buckets in the history of the game, as is James Harden. You had three immense talents. And they didn't have any chemistry from day one. They couldn't stand being around each other. The other people that were on the team, Legacies, on the Nets, they didn't like playing with, with James Harden 
and Kyrie. You got you got Kyrie that that has a bad attitude. He's burning sage around the stadium. You got James Harden, who doesn't play any defense. Kyrie doesn't play a lot of defense either. You got Kevin Durant, the Slim Reaper, who's one of the best players of all time. I think he's he's somewhere in the top 15, top 20 now. I think his body's betraying him, so I, I don't think that he's going to get any further up into the pantheon. But you got three guys that are not good with the media, that are kind of sullen. And those are your leaders. That's what you surrounded yourself with. They're talented. They're mega talented. But the personalities don't match. I had an argument with Dr. Myron Edmonds on his show about everyone doesn't have to be a leader. And I disagreed. I'm like, if I'm paying you $40 million, you got to have some level of leadership and professionalism. It's not. I'm not paying KD $40 million just to get buckets. Someone in that locker room had to say, hey, we have enough talent to win a championship. And this faction of the Brooklyn Nets always reminded me of The Temptations. Remember the movie The Temptations with Leon? who should have won an Oscar for that movie. Or maybe it wasn't on the big screen, but he definitely should have won multiple Emmys. And The Temptations split up. And you had David Ruffin and you had Eddie Kendricks. They had their own faction of The Temptations. And Dennis. And they're all like doing coke and having orgies and out all night partying. And then you had Otis and Blue. They were they were all businesslike and doing things the Motown way. These guys are, are, are Eddie Kendricks and David Ruffin, man. Immense talent, but the character just doesn't fit. I don't want to say that they have bad character, man. I don't I don't know Kevin Durant. I don't know Kyrie. I don't know James Harden. I've heard a lot of stories. I used to cover Arizona State when I was on KDUS. I've heard a lot of stories about James Harden that I would not talk about on air for many reasons. Off the record stuff. But James Harden likes to eat and James Harden likes women. That that I can say. And a lot of us in our own personal lives, we build our teams based on James Harden's and based on KD's and based on Kyrie's because they're popular. The media tells us that that's what's cool. They have the flash. They have the ability. They can all go out and get 50. When, have, when has there been a team where, where three people on a team could get 50 any night? I, I can't remember a team like that. The LeBron D. Wade and Chris Bosh team wasn't like that. Even with Golden State, they don't have three guys that can get 50. And people are enamored by the talent. And I think in our own personal lives, we're, we're enamored by those who are really good looking and really popular and really cool. It's like, man, I, I want to be down with those guys. That's the crew. But a lot of times, it's the, speaking of Golden State, it's the, it's the Steph Currys. It's the Draymond Greens. It's the Clay Thompsons, who's been playing really good. Average 27 points in January. Those are guys that are very talented. Then get drafted as high because they're a little bit smaller, a little bit slower, a little bit weaker physically, a little bit shorter. But they had the character. They had the chemistry. They had intangibles. Steph Curry's a, I know that he threw his mouthpiece in the crowd the other, the other night, but Steph Curry's a, a fantastic star. If, you, if you're playing on a team and Steph Curry is the star of the team, you don't have to worry about him divaing out. You don't have to worry about him posting Instagram videos and getting into arguments and, and, and showing how much money he has and, and all of his chains and his sneakers 
and his trucks and his businesses. Really, he's a he's a very low maintenance star. Clay doesn't even have to dribble. Clay can get you forty and only take a dozen dribbles. And then Draymond Green, you hate him if 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 he's on the other team, you gotta go against him. But he's the type of if you want an enforcer to play alongside Steph Curry's a little bit slight. And Clay, who's not slight, but not hyper athletic. But Steph Curry, he's not gonna throw the ball off the backboard through a 360 dunk. Clay Thompson isn't gonna come baseline, bang on someone and hang on the rim. He's not going to do all of the the histrionics dribbling like Kyrie Irving does. Nobody can score like the Slim Reaper. And I I just find it to be funny the way that those two teams are constructed. And I think it's a microcosm of what we see in our own personal lives. A a lot of us, we we spend a lot of time building our teams with with Kevin Durant's, James Harden's, and Kyrie Irving's because they look good on paper. And rest in peace to, to Kevin Samuels. But Kevin Samuels was one of those people that perpetuated and supported that type of thinking. And I'm not going to tell you what to do in your own personal life, but I will say this. I, I have a lot of friends who are 45, 50, and they spent their whole life building around the popular, the high-value man, the, the, the high-value woman. And a lot of my friends are, are in their early 40s, mid-40s, even early 50s. And they've surrounded themselves with the wrong people their entire life since, since back in middle school. They've surrounded themselves with the popular, surrounded themselves with individuals that look good on paper. But they didn't have no character, and they had no chemistry. And they get to middle age and wonder, you wonder, why haven't I won any championships in my life, in my marriage, in my career? It's because you surrounded yourself with the wrong people and the wrong character. Lance J. Show. Seven Studios. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Paragon Seven Studios. James Lewis. You know, when he opens up the, the refrigerator and there's a head in the refrigerator where the lettuce should be, that's that's not something that, that I really like to see. I'm I'm not really into that. I'm more into the to the chase with the police and all of that. I'm not into watching people get hacksawed and dismembered and stuff like that. Like I'm I'm not interested in watching people get strangled and their body and, and the guts flushed down the toilet. I, I don't want to watch that. I cover my eyes. I'm sure my wife was like, man, I married, I married a chump. What's going to happen if the bad guys come into to the house for us? Are you going to cover your eyes? I'm like, no, baby, because we got, I, I got guns. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmode Squad. You coming to my house, they're going to be doing a docuseries about what I did to you. It ain't going to be no, no docuseries about, oh, well, when it, well he broke into the house and, and, and did these things to the to the to to Lance J's family. This, this Netflix is going to be doing a movie about what I do to you. 
with the Draco. You can take that to the bank. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. If you're in the Winter Garden community and are looking for a new primary care physician, MedHealth Clinical is accepting new patients. Located at 1327 Winter Garden, Violin Road, MedHealth Clinical is a board-certified internal medicine provider supported by the highly respected Dr. Fabian Garcia. MedHealth Clinical specializes in the management of diabetes, hypertension, and COPD while offering annual wellness visits and weight management programs. To schedule an appointment, call 321-214-8860. You look healthy. For a man who was gut shot, you reached out to a third party who engaged me in the purpose of holding your towers. That third person's word was your word as he represented you. That's right. And I ran those East Baltimore gentlemen off. I held up my end of the agreement, at least for as long as I was physically able. You did? Your man then set up a meet at Butchie's Bar. Your man told Omar Little that I was responsible for the torture of a young boy who was close to Mr. Little's heart. Your man, in effect, sought to have me hit. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. James Lewis. Five seconds left on the clock. I don't think AM is watching the clock. Has to shoot a long three. Oh! Made it! He pulled up from Gehenna at the, at the end of the shot clock. Messiah Thompson. Oh my! Oh my! That might have been the dagger. That might have been the dagger. That is definitely the dagger. That might have been the dagger. I don't know if he made that on skill or luck. But the shot clock was winding down. AM didn't realize, and Messiah Thompson had to pull up and shoot that, and he cashed it out again. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network.